Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Your American Retirement with your host, Randy Sams. Get set for a full hour of financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. Randy works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for, and he can help you too. So now, let's start the show. Here is your host, Randy Sams. Well, good morning, Central Arkansas. I want to welcome you to your American retirement. I want to thank you for joining us this morning, this Saturday morning. I hope your day so far has been beautiful. Hope you've had your first cup of coffee or however many cups of coffee it takes you to uh, get going. I hope you have that and you're ready to sit down and take some good notes. We got a jam-packed show for you today and I uh, don't want to forget to let you remind you to check out our show on podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you might get your favorite podcast. Watch us. Also, you can visit YouTube page as well. You know, go to youtube.com and search Your American Retirement. You'll see my smiling face. And folks, when you see us on YouTube, remember, it's not the complete show. The podcast will be, but the complete show will be on the website, youramericanretirement.com, the YouTube channel is just going to show you a short clip of uh, what we have on today's program or previous shows to kind of give you an idea of what the program is about that day. All right. So that's kind of what we do. And if you're ready, we got a jam-packed show today. Again, my name is Randy Sams. I am your host. I am president of SMMG Financial. And you got to remember that at SMMG Financial, your American retirement what do we do? We are focused on addressing the major financial issues facing retirees and pre-retirees in America today by helping people understand and prepare for a secure retirement, not a risky retirement. So you'll hear me say that many, many times over, folks. We believe in guaranteed income. We believe in security. We believe in safe money investments. All right. We try to eliminate as much financial risk for you going into retirement or into retirement as we possibly can. We're going to ask you two questions. You know what those questions are if you've listened? Number one is going to be how much guaranteed lifetime income do you have currently? And number two, have you taken the key risk in retirement off the table? Of course, that key risk is longevity risk. That is the risk of you outliving your retirement funds. We want to take that off the table for you. So, you know, you can give us a call, 866-990-7664, or go to youramericanretirement.com. Leave us your contact information. We'd love to be able to set up a free consultation with you and your spouse, you and your family. And let's go over what you currently have or what your retirement might look like if you meet with us now. So, Let's get this show started. Let's do a little financial wisdom to start off today. And now for some financial wisdom. It's time for the quote of the week. Financial wisdom quote of the week. We must all suffer from one of two pains. 
the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. The difference is discipline weighs ounces while regret weighs tons. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? So the quote is given to us by Jim Rohn. And Jim was uh, born in 1930, lived to 2009. He was a renowned American entrepreneur, author, motivational speaker. He was born in Yakima, Washington. He overcame early financial challenges to become a mentor and motivator to millions. Rohn's philosophy focuses on personal responsibility and self-discipline. For So again, our quote of the week, we must all suffer from one of two pains, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. The difference is discipline weighs ounces while regret weighs tons. Thank you for that quote, Mr. Rohn. All right. Got a little, do a little public service announcement. Got a couple of things I want to talk to you guys about today. But since the majority of you uh, that listen, y'all getting close to retirement, you have questions about Social Security. Some of you may have already turned on Social Security, but you're still working. So today I want to give you a little update. The Social Security's cost of living adjustment, that's known as COLA, C-O-L-A, is set for 2024. But are retirees really keeping up? So listen to this. Social Security recipients will receive an annual cost of living adjustment in 2024 of 3.2%. That was just announced, folks. So it's a much smaller increase than the inflation-fueled boost of the two of the past two years. The Social Security Administration announced this last Thursday. The lower adjustment reflects the fact that inflation has moderated this year, so recipients have received increases of 8.7% for 2023 and 5.9% for last year. So that was 2022, okay, which were the largest since the early 1980s. So a little bit of a background very quickly. Again, 2024, 3.2%, which was announced last Thursday, 2023, 8.7%, 2022, 5.9%. 2021, 5.9, 2020, 1.3, and that was set prior to COVID-19 pandemic, all right? So many people, especially those at Senior Citizens League, remain critical and skeptical about these cost of living adjustments accurately representing the real increases to cost of living in the United States, especially for seniors who spend more on services like health care. So an independent economic research group known as Trueflation, you can go to Trueflation, that's T-R-U-Flation, F-L-A-T-I-O-N.com, has determined that the real level of inflation since January 2020 is actually 23.9%. Are you keeping up? And folks, we're going to talk about inflation a little bit later on the show, but I've got another uh, little announcement that I, that I want to put together for you Uh <clears throat> As you know, Medicare is starting their AEP. When you listen to this today on Saturday, uh, AEP began October the 15th. That's the annual enrollment period. That's the Medicare annual enrollment period, and that runs from October the 15th through December 7th. And so during that period of time, you can reevaluate your plans each year. You will likely find that you can save money or you can make some changes and maybe save some money on your Medicare expenses, all right? So savvy retirees do a Medicare coverage check every year just in case they have the opportunity to save some extra money. So we're going to talk about AEP. We're going to talk about Medicare. This is something that I've been doing uh, 
first couple of segments of each show we've had the past couple of weeks, just because we're right in the middle of AEP, or I should say we're right at the start of AEP. And a lot of folks that I meet with that are getting close to retirement, they start asking questions about Medicare. What's Medicare all about? What's part A? What's part B? What's part C? We go over that. I spend a couple of hours with my clients when we sit down and want to understand and review Medicare, what it is, what it is not, okay? Because I want you to get a, a, a very detailed understanding of what it is you're about to go into when you're leaving your employer's group health plan and you're moving over to a Medicare plan, all right? Whether it be original Medicare or what. But I need to make this announcement. My folks, I'm not giving this out, this information out. This is public information, so I'm not doing anything that anybody doesn't already have access to if, you, if you've looked or if you've done a little research. But uh, the end of last week, October the 13th, Baptist Health, that's in Little Rock, Baptist Health, they sent out a notice to their patients and providers. And I'm going to read this to you. I've got a couple of them I want to read. And folks, I'm, I want to give this to you as information, as public information. It's on their website. You can go to baptisthealth.com. And this information is on their website. So I'm not trying to scare you. Hopefully what I'm about to cover uh, is going to be resolved between Baptist Health and a couple of the insurance companies. But you have to make a decision or you're able to make a decision during AEP whether or not you need to change your Medicare Advantage or you need to change from Medicare, original Medicare to a Medicare Advantage plan. Anyway, let me get into what they're saying. So. Baptist Health is committed to helping ensure any disruption in continuity of care is limited and knows that Medicare participants have multiple options when it comes to their health insurance. While options can be good, not all Medicare Advantage plans are contracted with Baptist Health, which could limit a patient's access to Baptist Health and its affiliated health care providers. They talk about Medicare's annual and open enrollment Again, begin on October the 15th, and in an effort to keep you informed, we are providing a list of Medicare Advantage plans that are contracted with Baptist Health to be in-network in 2024. As of this date, which was October 13th, that's when they wrote that. Remember, AEP started on October the 15th. Patients who have original Medicare or Medicare Advantage plan that is already in-network for 2024 can continue to access Baptist Health and affiliated health care providers. However, patients who choose a Medicare Advantage plan that does, that does not contract with Baptist Health could have their ability to access Baptist Health and affiliated providers disrupted starting January 1st, 2024. Now, folks, that was the first letter that was mailed out on October the 13th. On October the 16th, there was a letter that Baptist Health mailed out to physician partners. And this basically says that um, Medicare eligible patients and their parties, which in part concerns a potential network disruption for patients with United Healthcare Medicare Advantage or AARP Medicare Advantage insurance plans. I'm going to come right back. We're going to get right back into this because I want to update you on, on what's going on with this. But again, you're listening to Your American Retirement on 101.1 FM. The answer will be right back. 
Thanks for listening to Your American Retirement. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch videos from this program and other recent episodes. Hey, welcome back to Your American Retirement on 101.1 FM, The Answer, where Little Rock comes to talk. Don't forget to check out our YouTube page. Visit YouTube.com and search for Your American Retirement, and you'll be able to see my smiling face. So, folks, let's get right back into it. We just left off segment one talking about, I uh, want to do a little public service announcement for those of you that are making, thinking about making changes or might currently have a plan. And if you are currently, let's say that you get your care provided, uh, your hospital coverage through Baptist Health or one of the participating doctors, this could affect you. All right. Now, I'm not doing this in order to put a scare into anybody. I'm doing this to notify you that maybe you should do a little checking. You can call me, 866-990-7664, or call who, whatever agent you might have your Medicare Advantage through, but this only affects this particular company. Well, there's two companies, but mainly. So again, when we ended, there was a letter that was written on October the 16th by Baptist Health sent to the physician partners, and it's being distributed to our Medicare-eligible patients and other parties, which in part concerns a potential network disruption for patients with United Healthcare Medicare Advantage or AARP Medicare Advantage insurance plans. Okay? So as you know, AARP Medicare plans, Advantage plans, are through United Healthcare. All right. So their goal is to have contracts finalized by Medicare's annual open enrollment period. Well, folks, that began on October 15th, and this letter was written on October 16th. So as of, and I received this on uh, October the 17th, okay? So <clears throat> patients are able to choose the best insurance plan for their health care needs. While negotiations between Baptist Health, Arkansas Health Group, and United Healthcare are ongoing. We feel it is appropriate to advise our community that we do not have a contract for 2024 at this time and are unsure if we will reach an agreement prior to January 1st. Okay. So, folks, that's that's where the concern comes in. All right. Uh, that's why I wanted to let you folks know um, why is Baptist Health sending out this notification? Um they basically are trying to make sure everybody that has an opportunity to make a change during AEP, October 15th, that you're made aware of the possibility that United Healthcare Medicare Advantage and AARP Medicare Advantage plans, as of today, they're they're good through the end of 2023, but starting January 1st, 2024, right now. They have not, they're not been able to negotiate a contract, okay? So basically what that would mean, you would not be in network if they are not able to negotiate that contract by January 1st, 2024. Starting January 1st, 2024, you would be considered out of network, not in network, okay? So if you choose a Medicare Advantage plan that ultimately does not contract with Baptist Health, in most cases, starting January 1st, 2024, Baptist Health and affiliated health care providers will not be able to treat you 
except for emergency or urgent conditions. In some cases, your Medicare Advantage plan will request your care is transferred to another facility once you are stabilized. Okay? So, that's what I'm talking about, folks. I just want to make sure that you understand that if you currently have United Healthcare or you have AARP, Medicare Advantage Plan, both of those Medicare Advantage plans, as of today, and again, I've received this information on October the 17th. When you're listening to this, it's going to be October the 21st. All right. Uh, if that changes, then we'll we'll let you know that. Uh, but as of the October 17th, today of the recording of this show, uh, they're still in negotiations with that. So if you go into 2024 with a United Healthcare or AARP plan, just be aware that as of today, they're still in negotiations with Baptist Health. All right. So plan accordingly. I would definitely be making some phone calls to um, whoever your Medicare agent might be, your Medicare Advantage agent might be, uh, or you can call us 866-990-7664. Again, I'm not doing this to try to solicitate, solicit your business. I'm doing this to inform you that, hey, you need to make sure that you are paying attention to what's going on during this AEP period of time, okay? So let's talk about Medicare and AEP. So parts of Medicare, we're going to go over original Medicare, Part A and Part B. So what is Part A? Part A is hospital insurance. Helps cover inpatient care in hospitals, skilled nursing facility care, hospice care, and home health care. Folks, remember, when you have original Medicare, you can look at that plan as basically being an 80-20 plan. 80% covered, 20% your responsibility. And that is on Medicare covered or eligible charges. All right. Medicare Part B. Medicare Part B helps cover services from doctors and other health care providers, outpatient care, home health care, Durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, walkers, hospital beds, and other equipment. Many preventative services like screening, shots, or vaccines, and yearly wellness visits. Again, 80-20 plan, 80% paid, 20% your responsibility. So original Medicare includes Part A and Part B. So you can join a separate Medicare drug plan, and we'll go over that in just a second, to get Medicare drug coverage. That's known as Part D. So you can use any doctor or hospital that takes Medicare anywhere in the United States. So you're not limited to just a particular group, a particular hospital, all right, or a particular doctor. As long as they take or accept Medicare anywhere in the United States, you're good. So if you, to help pay your out-of-pocket expenses on original Medicare, remember, like aid, like 20% co-insurance. You can also buy a supplemental coverage like Medicare supplement insurance known as Medigap or have coverage from a former employee or a union or Medicaid. All right. Now, Medicare Advantage known as Part C. And that's what we just talked about with BAP, what's going on with Baptist Healthcare and, you know, United Healthcare AERP. Anyway. Medicare Advantage is a Medicare-approved plan from a private company that offers an alternative to original Medicare for your health and drug coverage. 
These bundled plans include Part A, Part B, and usually Part D. They're known as MAPD plans, Medicare Advantage Prescription Drug Plans. In most cases, you'll need to use doctors who are in the plan's network. That's known as an HMO or a PPO, provider, okay, physician provider organization or HMO health maintenance organization. So a lot of times, if you're in an HMO or a PPO, you are required to be able to only go to those doctors that are in that network. You might be able to go out of network, but it may cost you a higher out-of-pocket expense, okay? So Medicare Advantage plans may have lower out-of-pocket costs than original Medicare. Plans also can offer some extra benefits that original Medicare doesn't cover, such as vision, hearing, and dental services, okay? So that's kind of an overview of Medicare Medicare Advantage Part C. Part D, known as drug coverage, that is your drug coverage, helps cover the cost of prescription drugs, including many recommended shots or vaccines. You join a Medicare drug plan in addition to original Medicare, or you get it by joining a Medicare Advantage plan with drug coverage already included. Plans that offer Medicare drug coverage are run by private insurance companies that follow rules set by Medicare. Now, Folks, I get asked this a lot, of, a lot of times, well, Randy, what happens if I'm getting ready to retire or I'm getting ready to move over into Medicare I'm, uh, and, and I want to get a, and I don't, I'm not taking a lot of drugs or I'm not taking any prescription medications, all right? So, folks, here's the rule. You, it's not mandatory that you sign up for a prescription drug coverage plan when you first become eligible. Now, I used emphasis on mandatory. All right. But right now, if you're not taking a lot of prescription drugs or you're not taking any prescription drugs and you say, well, Randy, why am I required to purchase a prescription drug plan? You're not. You don't have to. But if in the future, a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, however far out in the future it might be, something happens to your health and you have to start taking a lot of prescription drugs. Okay. And at that time, you say, wow, my out-of-pocket expense for these for these prescription drugs are, is quite high. I should probably get a prescription drug plan. If it's been three years since you've been first eligible and you chose not to participate in your prescription drug plan when you first became eligible, you will pay a late enrollment fee or penalty. And folks, that penalty does not go away. So if that penalty after three years of not having prescription drug coverage, if that penalty ends up being $15 a month, that $15 a month is going to be paid whoop, forever. All right. I shouldn't say that. There are certain things that could happen financially uh, if if you become, if your um, income becomes so low that you qualify for LIS, then that would be going away. But majority of the people that I know that you have that you've had to pay that late enrollment penalty because of the fact that you did not choose to join up when you first became eligible, they're still paying it today, whether it be two years ago or five years ago. All right. So remember, if you're uh, when you first become eligible, I would recommend you take out a prescription drug plan, even if you're not taking any prescriptions. Okay, folks, I'm not taking any prescriptions. I have a prescription drug plan. My plan is is very minimal, cost me $7 a month, all right? So my out-of-pocket 
it's something I've got. But later on, if I have to have more medication, guess what? I can change my plan, but I'm not going to have to worry about it, that late enrollment penalty because I've had a plan since I first became eligible. All right, let's finish up this segment with Medicare supplement or as a lot of folks refer to it as Medigap. Medigap is extra insurance you can buy from a private company that helps pay your share of cost in the original Medicare. Policies are standardized. In other words, they're all the same. No matter what company that you may purchase it from, the plan is exactly the same through Mutual of Omaha or United Healthcare or whoever it might be, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Plans like G, plans like K, the benefits of each lettered plan are the same no matter which insurance company sells it, but the premiums could be different because of the internal expenses. So, folks, that's why we need you to call us, 866-990-7664, or go to the website, youramericanretirement.com. Leave us your information. Tell me that you want to get together, and let's discuss Medicare options if you're getting close to taking Medicare or you're getting close to retirement, and you got to switch from your group coverage to a Medicare plan. Again, you're listening to Your American Retirement. We'll be right back. Are you interested in ways to protect and grow your hard-earned money? Your American Retirement is here to help. Retirement landing spots for retirees has become more diverse. I'm Jim Tarabokia with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. While many cities in Florida still serve as retirement destinations, retirees are looking beyond the sunshine and warm weather for factors that contribute to their quality of life. CNBC's Sharon Epperson explains. The bottom line, living near the beach may sound great, but it won't be the haven you expected if you don't have the support and services you need to get there and enjoy it. Take your time to consider a variety of factors before deciding where to live. According to a recent U.S. News & World Report, the six key factors of housing affordability, desirability, happiness, healthcare quality, retiree taxes, and the local job market all play pivotal roles in where retirees might relocate. The same study shows five of the top 10 U.S. cities best suited for retirees are located in Pennsylvania. Lancaster, PA checks in at number one, followed by Harrisburg at number two. York, Allentown, and Reading also represent the Keystone State. Tampa, Naples, and Daytona Beach sit in the fourth, sixth, and seventh spots respectively on that list representing Florida. Pennsylvania and Florida are the two clear-cut retirement destinations. Retirees benefit from tax breaks in both states, while Pennsylvania doesn't tax retirement pensions and distributions from 401ks, IRAs, and Social Security. Pennsylvania and Florida, the two states uniquely fit for different retirement priorities. For the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Jim Tarabokia. Visit YourAmericanRetirement.com to schedule a free consultation with Randy today. And now, back to the show. Hey, thanks for joining us on this week's edition of Your American Retirement. Be sure to check out the podcast version of our show on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So again, thank you for joining us on today's show. So folks, let's talk about AEP. If you just are tuning in, we've spent a couple of segments here talking about Medicare, Medicare supplement. I've made a couple of public service announcements about the COLA for 2024. For those of you who are on Social Security, you're taking your retirement benefits. But let's kind of cover AEP, what it is, what it is not, what you can and cannot do. I'm not going into great detail, but this will kind of give you an overview because a lot of people ask me, well, Randy, 
you know, this is the first year I've been in Medicare. What can I do? I hear about AEP. I hear about SEP. I hear about OEP. There's a lot of different enrollment periods. Okay. And they different, you can do different things through each enrollment period or each enrollment time. Uh, some things you can do during AEP, some things you can't do during AEP. So let's cover AEP. So <clears throat> the annual enrollment period is from, that's AEP, the Medicare Advantage annual enrollment period, is from October 15th, 2023 to December 7th, 2023. So after this point, the next opportunity to change is during the Medicare Advantage open enrollment period, which is from January 1st, 2024 to March 31st, 2024. So let's not get those two confused. You got AEP, which is from October 15th, 2023 to December 7th, 2023. And then you have OEP, open enrollment period, which begins January 1st, 2024 and runs through March 31st, 2024. And we'll cover What's the difference between those two? So, during the annual open enrollment period, again, October 15th through December 7th, you can switch from a Medicare Advantage plan to Original Medicare. So, you can consider enrolling in a Medigap plan as well. Switch from Original Medicare to a Medicare Advantage plan. And switch from one Medicare Advantage plan to a different Medicare Advantage plan. So that's why I wanted to give you folks that are listening today an opportunity to, to know if you currently have coverage through United Healthcare or AARP, Medicare Advantage, that you've got some issues going on with Baptist Health. They're in negotiations as far as the contracts goes. Hopefully, they'll get all that resolved by January 1st, 2024, and everything will be fine. But if they don't, and you have a United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plan or an AARP Medicare Advantage plan, and you like going to Baptist Health, if that's your hospital of choice here in Central Arkansas, uh, beginning January 1st, 2024, you would be considered out of network if you go to Baptist Health. Not trying to scare you, just trying to keep you informed of what's going on. So, something to consider. If you have one of those plans during this AEP period, October 15th through December 7th, you can make a change from your current Medicare Advantage coverage to a different Medicare Advantage coverage. What happens after AEP and then beginning January 1st, 2024 through March 31st, 2024, that's known as the Medicare Advantage open enrollment period. So what can you do during the open enrollment period? You can switch from a Medicare Advantage plan to original Medicare. You can switch from one Medicare Advantage plan to another Medicare Advantage plan. So two different deals. So let's say that during AEP, let's say right now between now and December 7th, you decide that you want to make a change with your current Medicare Advantage provider. Uh, and then all of a sudden, somewhere between January 1st, 2024 and March 31st, 2024, you decide that the plan is not as good as what you might have been told it was. Okay, Maybe you answered one of those television ads on the TV that says you get everything free and we're going to send you money back. 
then all of a sudden you realize that that was not true. So during open enrollment periods, you can switch from that Medicare Advantage plan that you changed during AEP. You can change that plan to another Medicare Advantage plan. You can only do that one time during OEP, okay? Or you can switch from one Medicare Advantage plan to a different Medicare Advantage plan, all right? So that's what I mean. So if you make the change... Let's say as an example, you currently have a United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plan. And you make a change just because you don't know whether Baptist Health is going to be in that network in 2024. But you make the change during AEP before December 7th of this year, and you make that change. And then all of a sudden, it could be sometime in January, could be sometime in February, you find out that United Healthcare and Baptist Health were able to come to an agreement and they signed a contract and now Baptist Health will now be in the United Healthcare network. If you want to switch back to the original United Healthcare Advantage plan you had, you can do that during OEP, all right? So, I'm not trying to make it sound too complicated, but it's 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 wise for us to under, understand what we can do during AEP and what we cannot do and what we can do during OEP. So in other words, OEP doesn't mean that I can, you know, I, I missed AEP and I want to change my Medicare Advantage plan. No, you can only change your Medicare Advantage plan during open enrollment period if you made a change during AEP, annual enrollment period. Does that make sense? Okay. So during OEP, again, you cannot during the open enrollment period, again, which is January 1st, 2024 to March 31st, 2024, you cannot do the following. You cannot switch from original Medicare to a Medicare Advantage plan. You cannot join a prescription drug plan if you are in original Medicare. And you cannot switch from one Medicare prescription drug plan to another if you are in original Medicare. All right. So hopefully that kind of clears that up as to what you can and cannot do. So let's kind of help you guys out during AEP. I know that you folks that are on Medicare or about to be on Medicare, and if you're watching television at all, you're inundated by mailers telling you how great their Medicare Advantage plan is from, I don't, XYZ company, name a company. You're getting them in the mail all the time. You're seeing these advertisements on television telling you how great their Medicare Advantage plan is versus this plan, what we can do for you, that we're going to give you money back, all kinds of stuff, folks. But I want to give you a little heads up. You need to avoid scams during this year's Medicare AEP, all right? Avoid scams, and let's talk about a couple of them. Number one, the biggest scam that I think of, and again, this is me, this is Randy Sam's opinion. TV ads. Why would you respond to a television ad? Don't you understand that what they're trying to do is they're trying to bait that hook and they throw that out there like a lot of people say, well, but they they said that I can get money back from my Part B. Okay? I get part of my Part B premium back. Well, folks, you remember the old adage, you don't get anything for free? The folks that I've known that, that, that swallowed that bait and switched from their current Medicare Advantage plan to one of those plans that they advertise 
where you get money back for your from your Part B premium, uh, your benefits are a lot worse. All right, they don't give you as much coverage. Again, you're not getting something for nothing. You're going to give up something to get that back. So 90% of the time when I'm speaking to someone and they say they made a mistake, luckily, if they made that mistake and they realized it early, after AEP, they can take advantage of OEP and switch back to the plan they had before or go to a different plan. All right. So, and again, just think about this, folks. So you might have purchased your Medicare Advantage plan from a television ad. You called a toll-free number, and you spoke to a rep. That rep's not local. Where are they at? They could be anywhere in the United States, or they could be offshore somewhere, all right? But what happens when you take that coverage out, and it's not the same? Are you ever going to be able to talk to that same rep? No. What happens if you take the coverage out, and you begin to have issues with utilizing your plan? Claims, whatever it happens to be. Are you ever going to be able to talk to that same rep? No. Who are you going to talk to? You're going to have to talk to somebody from the company. That's why I always advocate, because I am one myself, an independent agent. You should always work with an independent agent when it comes to anything to do with your health plans, Medicare Advantage, Medicare Sup, prescription drug plans. Number one is because you can look at me face to face. You can call me up anytime, and I can, I'm available to help you if we're having issues with claims, all right? Or if you've got questions on how to utilize your plan. If you've got questions, how much is my vision coverage? How much is my dental coverage? What does it cover? What doesn't it cover? So you can pick up the phone and call me anytime you want to because I'm local. But you can't call that toll-free number and talk to Joe that you bought the plan from six months ago because Joe may not be there anymore, all right? So that's the biggest scam that I say is these television ads. It's not my decision to allow them to run but I know they've had a lot of problems with them in the past. Number two, beware of unsolicited contacts, folks. Unsolicited contact is a prohibited activity, all right? I can't do that. you got to be cautious of unsolicited phone calls, emails, or door-to-door visits offering Medicare-related services. So, folks, if Randy Sams comes to your door knocking on your door. Let's say one day I decide just to drive into Bryant, Arkansas, and I pick out a nice-looking neighborhood, and I just leave my I park my car on the side of the road, and I just go up and down the street knocking on doors, introducing myself, and asking people if you'd like to talk about Medicare Advantage. And that is prohibited. All right? So if any agent comes to you unsolicited, if you did not invite me, or any other agent to come to your house or to make a phone call, that's unsolicited. Do this first. Get their information. If they're knocking on your door and you go to your door and they're sitting there with a big smile on their face and they've got a flyer that they want to give to you and talk to you about Medicare Advantage, do yourself a favor. Get their information, write it down, and then close the door, okay? Or if they call you on the telephone, do the same thing. Do not share personal or Medicare information with anyone who contacts you first. All right? Research the plans that you are thinking about. Again, that's why I say you need a local agent that you can sit down and go over everything with. Protect your Medicare card. 
Keep your Medicare card secure and avoid sharing your Medicare number. Medicare cards no longer display Social Security numbers to enhance security. You remember the old Medicare plan or Medicare cards had your Social Security number, just like our old Social Securities, you know? So anyway, protect that. Trust and verify. Regularly review your Medicare statements for any discrepancies or charges you don't recognize. Again, if you have a local agent, they're going to be able to help you. Report any potential fraud to Medicare or your state's senior Medicare patrol. All right. So, folks, be aware that during this period of time, the biggest reason that we as agents are under the microscope is because, unfortunately, you have some people out there that are trying to take advantage of you. Do your homework. Give us a call, 866-990-7664, and let us work with you or call your local agent. But don't get scanned by some of these people who are unsolicited as you're just reaching out and trying to get in contact with you and talk about these kind of plans. you got too many people here in central Arkansas that are willing to sit down and spend as much time with you as you need to make sure that you have a Medicare supplement plan or a Medicare Advantage plan or a prescription drug plan or original Medicare, whatever fits your needs the best. There's too many of us as independent agents that are available and would love to sit down and spend some time with you and make sure that you get the plan that's best for you. So, folks, hey, you're listening to Your American Retirement on 101.1 FM, The Answer. We'll be right back. Like what you're hearing? You can watch the show, too. Visit YouTube.com and search Your American Retirement to watch clips from this program. Welcome back to Your American Retirement. Here's Randy Sams. Hey, you're listening to Your American Retirement. Join us every Saturday at 10 a.m. right here on 101.1 FM, The Answer, where Little Rock comes to talk. So, folks, hopefully you've been taking some good notes. We're going to talk about RMDs. Y'all know what RMD is? I guess we could come up with all kinds of different things, but really, an RMD is known as a required minimum distribution. And this is my RMD reminder segment, all right? We're getting close to the end of the year. We're in the last quarter of 2023. And for those of you who uh, may have already started or have been required to take RMDs, you know that you have to take that RMD if you've been taking them for more than a year, if this is not your first time to take it, you have to take that RMD by December 31st, right? The end of this year. Can't let it roll over to 2024 if you've already been taking them. But basically, for your information, for those of you who might want to know, Randy, what is an RMD? A required minimum distribution is from the government, all right? That means if you have a qualified plan, if you have a plan that you have been growing tax-deferred, say a 401k plan, an IRA, a 403B, whatever type of plan that you've been able to have during your employment years that has been accumulating tax-free, you can let that grow for as long as you want to up to, it used to be age 70 and a half, and then they required you to start taking withdrawals. Then they changed it to 72. Now, beginning in 2023, 
it's 73 years old. It's 73, okay? So this year it jumped up to 73, and it's going to jump up to 75, and I think in somewhere in the 2020, like 2030, some, some 2033, 2034, don't hold me to that, but it's right around that age or that, that time frame. But I do know right now that if you turned 73 this year, then you can postpone taking that RMD until you have to have it by April of 2024 for this year's RMD. But guess what? If you postpone this one, since it's your first RMD to 2024, you still have to take that second RMD, your 2024 RMD, by the end of December 31st, 2024. Does that make sense? Okay, anyway. As we, repro- uh, as we approach the end of the year, it's important to remember that the deadline for taking your required minimum distributions, I refer to them as RMDs, is fast, fast approaching. That is December 31st. Missing this deadline can result in significant penalties, so be sure to mark your and prioritize this important financial task before it's too late. Required minimum distributions for employer-based retirement plans and traditional Individual retirement accounts, IRAs, will be due December 31st for most people 72 and older. Don't forget those distributions are taxable, with one exception. Excuse me, I think I may have told you earlier, so I made a mistake. It, it, it moved up to 72 this year, all right? So forgive me for that. So beginning this year, it jumped up to 72, but... You have to have those RMDs taken care of from your employer-based retirement plans and traditional IRAs by December 31st. Don't forget, again, they're taxable. So with one exception, you must take your RMD by December 31st. And I went over this a little bit. When you turn 72, if you turn 72 this year, you have until April 1st of next year, 2024, to take your RMD and pay taxes on it, okay? So years ago, Congress determined that it would give people a three-month grace period on their first RMD, but you also have to make another RMD by December 31st of that same year. So remember, Mike, basically what that's going to cause you to do, you're going to have to make two RMD payments in 2024, possibly pushing you into a higher tax bracket. That would mean that if you delayed taking your 2023 because you just turned 72 this year and you want to delay taking your 2023 RMD until next year, you can do that and delay it until April 1st of 2024, but you're going to have to turn right back around by the end of 2024, December 31st, 2024. You're going to have to take another RMD. So that's two RMD withdrawals that you would have to take if you delay taking your first one into next year. So how can we say goodbye to RMDs and divest the IRS from your retirement plan? You can help with a by Roth conversion. You've got tax-free withdrawals. Roth IRA conversions or contributions are made with after-tax dollars. So all withdrawals, including earnings, are tax-free in retirement. Flexibility. Unlike traditional IRAs, you're not required to take required minimum distributions ever. Tax diversity. Roth conversions provide you the ability to diversify your tax liabilities, allowing you to have access to both tax-free 
and taxable income sources in retirement. So folks, how can we take your current 401? So let me give an example of how we can do a, a, a Roth conversion. All right. So let's say, let's say you just turned 60 years old and you have a 401k and you don't plan on retiring anytime soon. Let's say, Randy, I'm going to work till I'm 68 years old, maybe even to age 70. Okay. Whatever that target might be. But right now you're 60 years old. And because you're 60 years old, you just passed the 59 and a half. Remember when you have a 401k, if you withdraw funds out of that 401k, except for special occasions or there's certain things that you can do early, but we're not going to talk about those right now. But let's just say traditionally you have a 401k and you say, well, Randy, I'd like to be able to, when I start taking money out for income, I'd like for it to be tax free. But if I start taking money out of my 401k in eight years or 10 years, I'm going to have, have to pay taxes on it. So how can I avoid that? Good question. So let's do a Roth conversion. So how do we do a Roth conversion? So let's say you have $400,000 in your 401k account. I'm just using that as an example. It's going to be easy math. So let's take 400000 in your 401k. You're still going to work. You're still going to make contributions. Your employer is still going to make contributions, employer percentage, whatever that might be. But because of what's known as the in-service distribution, you can look that up, in-service distribution, you can take all or a percentage, whatever you decide, of your 401k and roll that over into a different type of product. So we're going to take, as an example, we're going to take $200,000. So we're not taking all your 400000 from your 401k. We're going to take half of it. So we're going to take half of your 401k, 200000 and we're going to put that into a an annuity, a 10-year annuity that gives us the ability to make 10% withdrawals on an annual basis. And then we're going to begin what's known as a Roth conversion. So each year, beginning with year one, we're going to take 10% of the money that's in that annuity, and we're going to roll that into the Roth conversion. Now, again, so if we take $20,000 out of that annuity, which is 10% of $200,000, we're going to pay taxes on that. You can pay the taxes out of whatever you, if you've got it from a savings account, anything. It doesn't have to come from that 20000 It's just that whatever taxes are due on that 20000 that's what you have to pay taxes on. Okay, that's what you have to pay. But we take that 20000 put that into the Roth conversion plan. And we're going to do that each year. We have to do that for a minimum of five years before we can even consider taking money out. But let's say we do that. So we've taken that $200,000, we have put that into an annuity, and we've been taking out 10%, and we've been paying the taxes on it. And even though we're taking it out, we're putting it into that Roth conversion, it's growing tax-free. So in eight years or 10 years, when you've completely taken the money out of the annuity, put it all 100% into the Roth conversion, when you decide that you want to start taking payments from that Roth conversion, guess what? It's tax-free. But let's say you decide to leave it in there. So, Randy, I'm just going to let it continue to grow. Well, when you hit age 72 or age 73 or whatever it might be 10 years from now, that age might be 75, you're not required to take those RMDs because you've done that Roth conversion. Now, the other 200000 that you left in your 401k, hopefully it's continued to grow. And when you start taking money out of that, or if you haven't taken money out, when you hit that RMD age, you will be required to take funds out of that 401k and pay those RMD taxes. Okay. 
So hopefully that kind of clears it up for you, how we can take and take some of your money out of your qualified plan, your 401 IRA, put that into an annuity and begin a Roth conversion to where later on down the road, you're not going to be responsible for RMDs and you're not going to be required to take any funds out if you choose not to. Okay. So talking about 401ks, do you have a stray 401k? You know what a stray 401k is? Kind of like a stray cat, stray dog? No. Many people neglect to roll over the funds from a previous employer's retirement plan, creating what we call a stray 401k or an orphan 401k. So savvy pre-retirees and retirees take the funds from a previous employee's retirement plan and roll it over into an annuity or an IRA for more investment options and lower fees. So you can even establish a personal pension by purchasing an annuity with these funds. So set it and forget it is often not a good strategy. We help people manage their hard-earned and hard-saved money in a more efficient way that fits their needs. So folks, if you've left an employer, you may have been there for 10, 15 years and you have a 401k, it could have a substantial amount. And uh, I run into people all the time and they say, well, Randy, it's just sitting there. I can't make contributions. My employer's not making contributions any longer since I'm not there. What, are, what can I do with it? We can take that, that money that's going to be, I guess, still uh, susceptible to uh, volatility in the stock market, depending on what you have it invested in. We take that funds and we can put it into the annuity and set you up a guaranteed lifetime income stream. So folks, I want to thank you for listening to Your American Retirement. If you missed any part of today's show, go back in the podcast archives on Apple, Google, Spotify, or whichever platform you get podcasts. You go out, you have a great week. We'll talk to you next weekend. God bless and go Hogs. Thanks for listening to Your American Retirement. You deserve to work with licensed financial insurance experts who can offer sound strategies for protecting and growing your hard-earned money. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit YourAmericanRetirement.com today. That's YourAmericanRetirement.com. Not affiliated with the United States government, Randy Samps does not offer tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. These opinions are not intended as investment advice, nor do they predict future performance of any product. All information provided is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation or warranty as to the accuracy of any statement. This information is intended to be educational in nature and does not provide a guarantee or a specific result. All copyrights and trademarks are the property of the respective owners. AmeriLife assumes no responsibility or liability for the content of this message. The information contained herein is provided on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, timeliness, or of the results obtained from the use of this information.